Are you ready to tap in to your power within so that your business can reach its truest potential? Hi, I'm Candace Haza, and I help business entrepreneurs access their inner GPS so that their business can grow and thrive. You are here to serve and to create an impact in this world. Welcome to the Intuitive Business Podcast. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the podcast today. I really felt uh, intuitively that I wanted to do a podcast today. This podcast just really dropped into my energy, to my space. And I think it's something that's important to know in life and in business. Your path is not determined. It's not completely predetermined. I think that's one of the biggest gifts that we have when we're here on this earth is that we have our own free will to go left or to go right. I remember reading a book and I often reference it by Brian Weiss, Many Lies, Many Masters. Actually, I'm not sure it might be There's Only Love. It might be in that book. Either one of those books are both by Brian Weiss. And the premise behind his books was quite interesting. Basically, he was a past life regression therapist. He probably still is. And very, very well educated all the, you know, scholarly university titles, positions. He actually was, I think, in helping and supporting a doctoral program at like either Yale or Harvard. It was very prestigious. So the point is that he was very well known. He's not a woo-woo guy, wasn't a woo-woo guy. And here he started these past life regressions. And there was one client that just was showing these patterns in her life that didn't make sense. So she had a great upbringing, great mom, great dad, healthy upbringing. Uh, She was in a good relationship and she came to him and there were things very misaligned that didn't fit with somebody who has had a great life. So as they start visiting past lives, I think he ended up uncovering about 86 past lives. One of the things that I remember him saying is that we pick multiple partners Before we come to this space called Earth, which if you're listening to me right now, unless you have some sort of really cool superpower from another universe that you're listening to, most likely you're listening to me and we're on this Earth together. And you've set up some predetermined things. However, there's been different life partners that you've chose to be with. When you're introduced to the first person that may be a choice to be your life partner, you get to say yes or no. It's up to you to make the decisions that we make. Every day we're making naturally 35,000 decisions. And if you go on Google and do a search, you're going to find a lot of information about that. And the fact that we do indeed make 35,000 decisions a day. So think about the 35,000 pathways that we could go down or up. One of the biggest gifts I think the Akashic Records has for us is it can help make some determinations about which way to go, left or right, with some more information. I often talk about this. Somebody will come to me and they're 
making a decision for their business or their life and say they want to hire an attorney that's a male because he has certain qualities that they're looking for in an attorney but then the other attorney might be a female and she has certain qualities they're they're looking for but maybe they aren't as high and best as they thought except when you put the whole formula together meaning you have your energy you have the situation's energy be it a realist let's pretend it's a real estate investment and then you have two representatives possibly two different realtors to help you with your goal and sometimes what's interesting is your highest and best might not be right now might not be that property might not be the highest and the best realtor however the other realtor actually has the highest and best energy for the situation my point of this, and I'm going to go deeper in a moment, is that your path isn't determined. And that's why I personally love going into the Akashic Records. One of the things that I have often seen, but it doesn't come up, it's not something that comes up all the time, but when it comes up, it's very significant and it's a gift. And I want to talk about if you're triggered by a reading in the Akashic Records, what does that mean? I can remember several situations where we go into the records and somebody might have a predetermined thought in their mind. For example, I, I remember somebody had just hired a business coach and she was a very high performing business coach. And I'm assuming, I never asked, but I'm assuming this new coach was probably somewhere around $50,000 for the year. It may have been more. And this person had a very, very good business. And they came to me for a reading. And they asked the question, was this the highest and best business coach I could have hired? And part of the answer was yes. It was yes. But here was the interesting part. The vibration of the person that just got the $50,000 to be hired or whatever the amount was, didn't have as good of money mindset as the person who hired her. And what does that mean? It meant that the way that the person I was talking to, the person that hired the other coach, let's call her Susie. So Susie hired coach and let's hire, call the coach Carol. So the coach is Carol and the client that I'm talking to is Susie. The vibration of Susie's energy about money was actually better than Carol's. So when her guide said, yes, this is a good choice, the second thing they said is, however, always trust your intuition about money decisions because you have the higher and best vibration regarding money. Well, that triggered her in the reading because she just spent that money and she really wasn't hearing what I was saying because she had a predetermined outcome. She had some fear about the investment and that fear became exasperated in the moment. She didn't hear the truth, but the trigger was the gift because something inside her knew that that was true. And if that were true, that had implications. If she was the highest invest regarding money, then why was she spending 
on another coach. And the truth of it is that other coach had some strategies and techniques that would help Susie get there because Carol was literally a billion dollar business owner at that point. Because when I said, well, she doesn't have as good money mindset, she's like, but she's almost hit her billion dollars in her business. That's not what the guides were saying. Money is just a piece of paper. And when you tally it, it's just tallying seashells or tallying M&Ms. But the truth of the matter is, what was important is the trigger That was a good thing that happened. Has this happened in some of my other readings? Yes, because I'm dealing with people's money mindsets, their self-worth mindsets. And if they're triggered in that moment, it doesn't feel good. And it's their greatest gift. So I want to pull apart some things about why it's their greatest gift. Because once they lean into that fear that they had in the moment, the fear of, oh my God, I just made a $50,000 decision and it might not be right for me, which was misheard because there was something inside that was off. And what was off was the fear about the investment really was a good investment that she couldn't hear that in the moment. I want to use yet another example. There was a gentleman I do readings for or did in the past, and I'm going to call him Sam. And so Sam, we were in the middle of a reading and he's very big push for personal growth and development, you know, being in integrity, supporting other people. And as Sam was speaking, something else that sometimes happens in my readings is if somebody's coming to me on an ongoing basis, it's like a really intimate relationship and that opens up other channels. And my mediumship channel opened up and his father, who was deceased, came in and said some things to him that were quite loving. But in the moments of this lovingness, I mean, this father came through with such love and so much admiration for the things his son was doing. But here's what the son heard instead. When the father came through, he had recounted that he and his mother had been divorced before his death, which was an unexpected death. And he was younger. He wasn't an older man. So the father had great regret for divorcing his mother. And of course, he has different insight. He's on the other side. I think he had been passed at least five years by then. But when the father came through, one of the things he said was about, I really don't want you to do, like go down the path I did. Like when you're with a woman and you make a decision to have children, like really walk that path and don't leave it is what he was saying. And he was saying that out of the greatest of love because of some, I hate to use the word regret, but it makes the most sense to say that he had some regrets about that. And what my client heard was a trigger. And what he heard is something about his father told him not to mess up. And that's all he heard from it. So many months went by and he stopped his readings for a while because he was triggered. And of course, then what happens is the client points the finger at the deliverer. (laughs) So remember, this is a Google search for your soul, meaning your bringing the energy of the question in. I have nothing to do with what you bring in. I have everything to do with presenting it. 
So I'm simply the voice of Siri. But I don't even remember most of the stuff that I say unless you bring it back up with me and then I'll be permitted to reconnect to the channel. But I shut it off. At the end of the day, I don't know what I said to anybody. <laughs> there are some readings that do stay with me. So anyways, this guy went for a few months without even, you know, Sam, without even doing a reading because he was so triggered. But I didn't know that until we talked. And I said, re-listen to the recording because your father came to you out of a space of love and sent a message of love at his inner worth or the parts that needed to be healed inside were triggered. The reason I'm doing this podcast is because in the Akashic Records and having an Akashic Record reading is not always peaches and cream. This isn't the ah moment. It often is too. However, I don't want to mislead people. This is hard work sometimes going in and redefining who you are or defining who you are or moving in a different direction is very brave and courageous. And to listen to something that's etherical is, I think, pretty courageous. However, for me, I see the movement and I see the gifts and I see 3,000 hours of movement and gifts. So I don't have any doubt. But the person on the other end, or you, the listener, might be like, mm-hmm, I would be the one doubting. That's okay. It doesn't mean it's not a good fit. I just want to talk about the shadow side of this. When I first started doing Akashic Record readings, I had read for myself for many years. I had uh, bumped into a book that taught me how to connect with what was called Angels and Guides. And I did that for many years, like 27 years. And when I got stuck spiritually, I went into my space and I opened my, I guess, this connection to Angels and Guides. And so I just called it my intuition and I went into that space and I was able to get reliable information over the course of many years. Even when I didn't want to see it, they would still tell it to me. So when I start reading for other people, I was really nervous. I didn't have a lot of confidence about it. I didn't even think I was overly intuitive. Looking back, I don't, like nobody was really doing <laughs> intuitive readings like 30 years ago. You know, I was doing it for my business and for my life, but I didn't have a confidence to do it for somebody else. Because what if I screwed up? What if this was disempowering? How would I be able to live with that responsibility? And so I chose not to do it. Where in your life are you choosing not to do something that might be your greatest gift? And are you showing up like this again and again, meaning avoiding something that you already know that you're supposed to do? So back to the first time I did a spiritual reading. So I'm with a small group of women where it's all virtual. It's before Zoom. And we're on a, a free conference call and we're told how to open our records and it was very similar. There was more specificity, but it was similar to what I was used to. And we open them up and then I'm supposed to open, invite somebody else's energy into my space to open up their records. And I was like, oh man, this is kind of scary, kind of confusing, but I'm doing it. I had probably one of the hardest readings that I have ever had was my first one. I had a client and if she were sitting here, I think that she would support me in saying, 
She was the most difficult client that I ever had. I remember it was a hot summer day and I have air conditioning and I'm not a big sweater. And I was sitting there and she literally was arguing with her guides. So here's me first time opening her records, being feeling quite insecure about my ability to see what I was seeing, even though I did it all those years for myself. And she basically asked a question. The guides gave her an answers and she said, no, that's not what I want. <laughs> I want a shorter time period. So they were giving her her information, which I was insecure to present. And then she was arguing with them, which felt like she was arguing with me, which you can sure believe uncertainty was happening for me. Now, remember, there were other people surrounding us energetically holding space. And so I could feel my energy increase, even though I felt a little insecure And as my energy started to increase, the one thing I realized was I heard in my ear a guide say, do not leave the position we've given you, meaning stay with the truth. And no matter how badly somebody wants to hear something else in the records, other than what I see, I can't change it. And I didn't change it that first day. And the lesson I was to learn that even if somebody argues with their guides, and they are arguing with their guides, not me, that I can't change my position or else I'm not being in the Akashic Records. I'm being an ego. And my ego is completely packaged up (laughs) and put to another end of the shelf. Yes, I have an ego, but I can't use it in the records even when somebody's sitting there and wants a different answer. Now, what I can tell you that I have learned to develop to do is to the quality of the Akashic Record reading is in the way that you ask decisions. So if you want to know how much you're going to make next year and you have a program that's a certain size and you don't have some things established in your business yet, You're going to achieve a certain outcome and it might not be the outcome that you want. And that might be a trigger. And that's the biggest golden nugget that you're ever going to receive in life. As a business owner, when we get to grow is from our mistakes. Our wins show us what people want, but our growth comes from our mistakes. So what I learned when somebody is triggered, how can I ask better questions in the Akashic Record reading? So let's go through a scenario. Let's call the woman, let's call her Charlotte. So Charlotte comes to me and she's having an Akashic Record reading and she has a small program, a very small offer. And she has this idea in her mind that she's going to make a half a million dollars next year. Is that achievable? Absolutely. However, you have to be positioned to earn that income and you have to be willing to work your ass off. And for those that are like, oh no, if you're in flow, there's still amount of commitment and amount of work in any business. And it's a time investment. You have to sit your seat into a chair and spend that time commitment in your zone of genius, as my friend calls it, or in your position of excellence. So when you're triggered in the Akashic Records, let's go back to Charlotte. She had a small program. I think she had a grandiose idea of earning a certain income that would support her and her family. 
But there were steps that she needs to take. She needs to grow an email list. She needs to do her work. She needs to refine her speech. She needs to learn how to use the tools most effectively. She needs to learn how to manage her participants. She needs an opt-in, like a free offer. She needs to figure out whose platforms that she's going to be able to grow on and find other platforms. But her values were pushing her in the opposite direction. She didn't feel like she could charge the higher amount of money because there was a trigger there for her, a self-worth issue. You have to be able to ask for the right increments of money in order to get the earning potential and earning income. If you work with individuals, then you need to be able to fill your individual programs before moving into a group program or membership. But there's systems in place for all of this. My point is that this trigger for Charlotte can be her greatest gift in life because her path is not determined for next year. If she heard that she was going to make $50,000 and that wasn't agreeable to her, her guides also told her how to grow to earn the next increment of money. But the only trigger that she could hear in that moment was that she had a limited earning potential, which she did in that moment with that program in the way that she was currently thinking about it. So it gave her a broad spectrum to completely have time to reposition herself so that in the next 12 months, she would be earning a higher income potential. I was so thrilled when I see a trigger come up, it's a very hard space for me to hold because I am the easiest target to blame and I'm just the voice of Siri. So the other thing for me that comes up is, you know, where's my position? Where's my role? And honestly, it's to back off, to back away. If a client has delivered information that doesn't excite them, or especially if they feel triggered, it is up to them to lean into their fear. My position on utilizing the Akashic Records in business and in life is about our personal pivot in the moment of a clear insight. And a clear insight is when you ask a question and you get a channeled answer from the Akashic Records. There's a confusion, uncertainty, and doubt that people come to me with. Once we remove the block, which could have been lifetimes ago, or it could be in this lifetime, or it could be in this lineage of something that they're trying to achieve. Once we remove that, when that client leans into the fear, oh my God, I'm only going to make $50,000 next year. That's not going to work for me. You know, that's the trigger. They heard that. And instead of leaning into the fear and saying, well, you know, now I need to back off of something else I'm doing and just the leaning into the, or just putting fear as a blinder, the choice of leaning into the fear and breaking through it is like an hourglass. It pierces the membrane of the fear and everything that's good starts flowing down onto the fear and eliminating it and creating a position of flow. So if you're triggered in a reading or something a coach is saying to you, 
they've just given you your greatest gift. It also can become a must. And honestly, lean into your must. What is it that you didn't like? That's your fear. That's your greatest win. Lean into that and you will pivot to the other side of clarity, certainty, flow, and being able to monetize your mission. The second thing that I want to talk about is if that trigger leans into something that's a value of yours. For instance, if you say something like, well, if I charge more, I'm going to gouge my clients. First of all, if you think about the energy or vibration of that, it's lack. It's always coming from a place of lack. If you come from that place of lack, you get lack. Instead of saying, what is the value? What value do they get? What value do I give? And honoring who you are and everything that you've brought into that moment. My next podcast, I'm going to talk a little bit about James Cameron, but one of the things James Cameron did say, there's a something I'm going to lean into in a little bit, but when he talks about making the Titanic, he said, every job, every position I've ever had led me to the moment of flow to create the Titanic. And he even gives the example from being a janitor, scraping off gum on the bottom of desks. We're talking about, yeah, James Cameron, creator of Avatar, the Titanic. He believes that scraping that gum off the bottom of the desks also led him to this moment of being able to have the gift of creating the Titanic. So your values, let's talk about your values. If you feel fearful about increasing your price, that's a value. But if your goal is to be a millionaire or a multimillionaire, and you're like, but I can never charge more than this tiny increment. There's something misaligned. That's when you go back to your values and see, do your values align with making that amount of money? And if it doesn't, what is the block holding you back? What is that thing that's going to help you to lean into the fear to pierce that membrane so that all the abundance, the clarity, the certainty, and the flow can wash over the confusion, the uncertainty, and the stuck. And that first starts with that clear insight. So remember, your path isn't determined. However, those 35,000 decisions that you make each and every day do lead you into a better quality of life and a path that you can walk in with flow and ease and abundance. I wish you such a great day today. And I also wanted to give you a gift. If you'd like to know what your intuitive style is and how it already shows up in your business and in your life and some challenges with your intuitive style, I created a superpower quiz to help you with that. Go on and take it and see what your superpower is. Go to www.candacehaza.com forward slash superpower and take the quiz. Sending so much light and love to each and every one of you today and always. Have a great day. Thank you for tuning into this episode. I hope that you feel more connected to your power within and that you take action from the guidance here today. For more information, please head to candacehaza.com. 
www.thrivingmomsmarketingmistakes.com where you will find more resources to help you and your business grow to the next level.